Eighth grade. Somehow, I managed to get in way over my head, not once, but twice, with the books I was reading in eighth grade. That year, I read Flowers for Algernon. I know I liked the book, but I don't know exactly why. I understand that the deep struggle the main character was facing was obviously one that reflected many, many life lessons, but I'm not sure I truly captured a single one of them. So, I read Flowers for Algernon, but I don't really believe I read it well. The other book that had me drowning that year was Brave New World. I, along with the other advanced readers in the class, whatever that means, read this book during our dystopian unit. I remember tearing up as I read the first two pages because I just didn't get it. The writing was so weird it was impossible to understand. I remember finally getting it and managing to read through the book. I remember reading the last page, not understanding why Huxley wrote the last few words about feet turning one way then the other. It wasn't until I reread the last pages that I realized I was reading about a suicide. That scared me. I didn't have much experience with the topic of suicide before that, and I'm not sure I wanted to at the time. But I got over it. In the same sense that I don't think I got Flowers for Algernon, I don't think I got Brave New World. I just couldn't find a meaning in it at the time. Maybe I really couldn't get over those swinging feet. I don't know why I couldn't find real meaning from those books at the time. I think I should probably read those ones again. High school. I had arrived. My freshman English teacher was strict and held us to very high expectations. I didn't mind. I liked reading. Though, between school, soccer, wrestling, and athletic training, I didn't have much time to read for leisure anymore. I actually didn't mind that, though, because I liked almost all the books we read. The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian, A Raisin in the Sun, The Odyssey, and Warriors Don't Cry were among the books I enjoyed. These books ranged in tone and style greatly, but all had a story of great triumph, which I guess I liked. We also read Romeo and Juliet. Honestly, I wasn't really a fan. I know it's the classic love story and all, but I just thought the whole thing was a bit odd. The kids were so young, and killing yourself in the name of love before you even know for sure that your one true love is dead? I don't know. I just couldn't get behind it. I really didn't like my freshman English teacher, but I'm glad I had the chance to learn from him for a year. I know my reading base is richer because of it. The following summer, I was in Door County for a week with my family. We have a house up there. It's as far north as you can possibly go on the Door County Peninsula, and it's both in the middle of the woods and on the lake. It's 45 minutes away from the nearest town and 30 minutes from the nearest hospital. It's secluded. There's no TV and no internet, and when I'm up there, I just read and play board games. We stopped at the bookstore in town on the way up so I could pick out my material for the week. I settled on a book in the new releases section called The Hate You Give. I didn't know the hit that book would become, but I suspected I would enjoy it, and could gain some important insight into the lived experiences of other people. Well, I suspected the book might turn out to be a hit that night when I read all 450 pages in one night. Like I said, I'm a slow reader, so that was unusual for me. I just loved the realness of this story. It made the narrative of police brutality not relatable, but attainable for non-people of color and people who may not otherwise be able to grasp that struggle in any way. I read a couple more books that summer, Nothing of note. Sophomore year, my teacher opened up class with lines about how she knows we all hate reading things for school and blah, blah, blah. She said this English class is designed to be reading-centered, so we were going to have to read. Well, I think I read one book that year, Fahrenheit 451. That was it. And I didn't even finish it. I don't know, maybe I'm forgetting a book or two, but I just don't remember reading anything that year. As far as Fahrenheit 451 goes... I really don't feel like it lived up to the hype. 
I thought the premise was great, and I don't know if I've ever appreciated a title more than that one, but I felt like the story moved too slowly, and there wasn't really enough emotion in the writing for my liking. I couldn't get into it. I think I gave up halfway through. I also tried to read Revival by Stephen King that year, but like Fahrenheit 451, I couldn't get into it. That one was also really slow, and it was super long. I just needed more action. The next summer, I spent two weeks as a CIT at Camp Echo. The other kids in my CIT group were all people I was friendly with, but there was nobody there I was really friends with. They were all part of a different social scene for me, and I wasn't really interested in being a part of the problems they were causing at camp. So, I just read. My grandma had given me a book called They Both Die in the End, and while it wasn't a particularly good book, it had an interesting premise, and I appreciated the creativity. Spoiler alert, only one of them is dead by the end of the book. That summer, I was also preparing to take one of my first AP English classes. We had to read a book over the summer, and I chose Girls and Sex. We also had to write an essay about the book, and let me tell you, I went in on Peggy Orenstein. The book was unbelievably hypocritical, poorly written, and often offensive. If the phrase, OK Boomer, had existed at the time, it's probably what I would have titled that essay. I later described the book to a friend as a half-finished civics and action project by a sophomore who forgot to do research and instead just rambled. That school year, in my English class, I read Girl Interrupted, The Great Gatsby, and Frederick Douglass. I enjoyed all three books, and I read them all the way through, so that was a big step up from sophomore year. We spent a lot of time analyzing excerpts of larger pieces and short essays, so I feel like I got better at analyzing and understanding text, but didn't do a whole lot of reading books. I enjoyed that English class, and I'm glad I had the year to develop my skills around reading. Last summer, leading into my senior year, I had to prepare for yet another AP English class. This time, it was AP Literature, a class in which I was sure to have to read lots. I was expected to read The Sympathizer and How to Read Literature Like a Professor. About halfway through the latter, I realized that every chapter was the exact same structure, and most of the ideas explained were things I had learned before. I decided I didn't really need to read that one, and that Cliff Notes would be just fine. The Sympathizer I did read, or rather, I read and listened to. I realized that I spent 40 minutes a day going back and forth from soccer all summer, so instead of listening to songs every day, I could get my summer reading done with an audiobook. I started listening in the car, on planes, and at work so I could get through the whole story with time to write several essays about it. And I did. I got through that meaty novel with plenty of time to spare. I realized I liked having the audiobook to lean on because, as we already know, I'm a slow reader, and being able to have someone else pace my reading is a huge help. So far this year, I've read One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, The Metamorphosis, Heart of Darkness, and The Things They Carried. We've also read some essays, articles, and poems. I used audiobooks for part of each book, but read most of all four. I enjoyed all four books to various degrees and have enjoyed being able to discuss them with all my classmates. I'm looking forward to getting to read more acclaimed works and find their connections to my life for the rest of the year and the rest of my life. Though my reading has definitely slowed down since 7th grade and I read 30 books in one school year, I, I wish I could find more time and more motivation to read in my life right now, but I am hopeful that as I embark into a life in which I have much more say in what I do and when I do it, I will make one of those things I do read. I want to keep learning about myself and the world through stories.
I never want to stop rooting. Thank you for taking this journey with me.